No cover, sex on ice. Ain't no locking key, just beep, beep, beep up in my G. Baby, take out that bed in the seat. Touch me, I bust some more. Shawty, have fun with fun. I like this song. What project was this song? This um, uh, uh, this is well, just a single set says his and hers. Internet money, Don Tolliver. Lil Uzi. Oh, this that song? And with Gunna. Yeah. Oh, it, it sound way better. It sound now. yeah. First time I heard it, I was just like, it's cool. I was kicking it with uh I was kicking it with my girl yesterday. And this and this mug came on. And then I was like, dang, man, like uh I like this song. And then I said, I said, man, what's the name of this song? And then she showed me, I was like, I listened to that when it came yeah. out. I like I I checked that song out, but it didn't sound that yeah, good. It didn't hear this hard. Yeah, it didn't sound that good that, that first time. Not at time. all. <laughs> but because <'cause, laughs> yeah, I was thinking I missed something. I was like, no, I've heard that. No, no. It was just like, eh. Because when I looked at the album board, I was like, no, I definitely seen this. Like, yeah, this came I, out like what three it. weeks ago, a month ago, baby. Ish, something Ish, like something that. Like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? So but, yeah, I, that, that's how it is with some music. Sometimes, so it's not like the first time you hear it. You know, sometimes Man, it's the, let me tell you a story. Now, this ended up being a good song on its own, but this was about a time where I was just like the pull up on that kid air. Uh-huh. You know this story, yeah, but don't tell yeah. it for the people. That was like that's when it started for me. That's when I started getting my gap between what the kids like and what I was listening to. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And, and what was that slime season two? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, I don't know. I like the songs I liked, and at that time, I still was into the people I was into, and they was dropping mm-hmm. like Nip and Freddie and stuff like that. Yeah. But I remember me and my Corey went to this kickback in U- at UNT. We went mm-hmm. to UNT, and like that one came on, and I was just like, man, like I was introduced to that, and I'm like, I listened to that mixtape when it came yeah. out, and when I was listening, I was like, okay, that's that's a jam, but the way they reacted to it, yeah. I was like, I guess I wouldn't give it no respect, you know what I mean? But that's how I am with music, man. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's like a feel, and like if I hear it in like the right setting, yeah, and yeah. and if it's like a song that other people own and they enjoying, and yeah. I see them like just moving, and like <laughs> I play off that energy. So if I see them like that, I'm like, like okay, ooh, well let me, yeah, okay, yeah, and it's just like okay, I, I like that song, uh, yeah, and yeah. it's not necessarily. The song, but it was like the context in which I heard it and seeing how yes. everybody was reacting to yes. it. I remember you saying you was like, I keep some, you keep songs in your phone that you just know other people like. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what songs I like with my core, like with yeah. our other friends like. But yeah, man, that's how it is with a lot of songs. Sometimes you just got to hear them out and about. And mm-hmm. That's kind of what I've been missing yeah. with the pandemic and stuff. Yeah, so it's like, mm-hmm. I don't just get the pulse is just like yeah, the, I, I the crowd and just see how people react to him like, okay now i like that yeah it, I, it get okay get people moving i'm an energy guy i like the, yeah. the feeling and evoke and i relate that song to that moment to where that every, moment. How everybody reacts so now i like it because yeah. it make me want to move it make me want to move yep and like that was a crazy thing like you said like you know and during the quarantine era of the pandemic 
I wasn't able to share in other songs with. I mean, share songs with other people. See how good, how like crowds yeah. of people react to it, and like you know that really affects it. You know Heck what I mean? Yeah, especially for me, like some stuff just. You yeah. sitting in your house on your couch. I was like, man, just, I, like I gotta hit this outside. Man, that young boy just don't hit the same. Man, like, like need it? Mm-hmm. Just need it dropped during the quarantine, right? Around that time? Yeah, sometime around. Yeah, like what that? I don't know. But anyway, I was like, if I got to experience that song outside, yeah. I probably would have loved it. I, I mean, I like it now. I just I just heard uh, Dior by Pop Smoke in the public setting like a few months ago, and I was like, oh, okay, okay. And it was one of them songs. I was like, okay, that's how people reacted. I was just about to ask you ever, you ever like heard a song like that? You like, oh, that's what that song do. Like, yeah. Then now I like it because, like I said, I related to that moment where everybody started moving instantly. I'm like, like, okay, I bet, 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 bet. That's a song, huh? No, yeah. Well, like I said, I Mm -hmm. was following the rules and was avoiding crowds. So same. I was locked down. I didn't know what the energy Mm -hmm. was when it came to certain songs. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Not to mention, like, I was in New York, so I was on some real grimy. I could sit outside with Griselda and just... <laughs> take in nature. Yeah, I'm about to say, I could just take in, a, take in the cold weather, smoking on the porch. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> That's wild. But, but yeah. welcome to episode 18 mm-hmm. of the Transferable Experience Podcast. Who we got here? We got your boy, Jew. Got my best friend Ed with me. You know what I mean? All the things and all the things. We all the things and all the appreciate things. Appreciate all the support, man. Um, I had something. To, I had something to ask. Well, we um, go ahead. Yeah, we had. To, uh, we said we were gonna uh, rank the sauces. Oh yeah, the condiments. And we won't include chain sauces. We'll just do the universal sauces to make it quick and easy. You want to do five? Yeah, we can. I think I can get the five. Maybe. Okay, condiments. Oh, you got yours? Uh, I'm going to have to work through it. That's why I said I don't know if I necessarily have five. I'm going to just work through mine. Okay. Um, What's number one? I'm going to go. Oh, do you want to go five? Then up? I'm going to go in descending order. Okay. okay. You can descend if you want to. <laughs> I want to. I'm going to descend, though. That'll be easier for me. Okay, so how I am, I don't really use sauce for anything. These are my like these are my top five, but I don't put them on anything weird. Like, you know, some people do, like, their favorite sauce might be ranch, so they put ranch on everything. I don't do that. Or, like, people that did barbecue sauce on everything. Yeah, I'm not one of those. I do. I, I did get put on the whole ranch and pizza thing, so. Oh. I'll do the ranch with pizza. Mm. But uh ranches, yeah. I think I think my number one I think my number one has to be just for the sake of versatility and like it go on so many things and I and I do like it. No, I'm I'm gonna go with my heart, man. I can't I'm gotta go with my heart. Go ahead. One is honey mustard. Uh I'm gonna go I'm gonna give two to mayo. I'm gonna give three to ranch, four to barbecue sauce, mm. and five to ketchup. 
I think I'm a, I think I'm a stand on that. I, I I don't have it, but that that's that sound about right. Okay. Because what I did last, I, it was ketchup followed by barbecue sauce. And three oh. was mustard. No, Probably was mayo. Mayo. What was second for you? Two was ranch, and, and the one, one was honey mustard. Definitely was one was honey mustard. Okay. I feel I feel com- I feel good with that one. I'm gonna go just send it to number one. I'm gonna go hot sauce. Mm. Because I, I use that. <clears throat> like I'm not mad if that's on just about anything. You know I. I could never really handle spicy food. Like it was really bad. Like uh-huh. uh, like hot Cheetos were too much. Oh yeah. Then I started building up my tolerance for spicy food, uh-huh. and now I'm to the point to where mm-hmm. I eat something. I'll be like, man, I wish it had a little spice to it. Yeah. Like some spice to it. Just a little so, kick. I can handle like regular regular spice. Okay. If it's past that, I can't handle it. Okay, so hot sauce at one. Hot sauce at one. Ranch is two. And it and it skyrocketed over the years for me. Mm-hmm. Ranch has really become a great condiment for me. Yeah. Then I'm gonna go. Uh, then I'm gonna go mustard. Mm, mustard. Barbecue sauce. Okay. Spicy ketchup. Okay. I like the brown mustard sometimes. Too. I just mustard is it's kind of like the whole corn tortilla thing for me mustard is just too powerful of a taste for me mustard got a lot of variants well that's the same about barbecue sauce like mm-hmm. literally it's some barbecue sauces i will eat and some i won't like i don't eat craft barbecue sauce mm-hmm. i don't want oh yeah then it's like the thick ones yeah but then see I'm, so I'm a kc masterpiece type of guy sweet mm-hmm. baby raises in what was i using before because i didn't really start using sweet baby rays to like 11th grade before that sweet baby rays is something i think is okay it's it's pretty universal in black household so i've learned nobody's to be gonna okay be, with it nobody's yeah. gonna be mad at sweet baby Ray. yeah i'm not mad at sweet baby ray but kc masterpiece is when i get excited okay okay i like the homemade barbecue sauce too though I'm, I don't think I've ever had homemade barbecue Man, sauce. Man, people really just put barbecue sauce on the pot and they spice it up with their own little seasoning. Oh, well. okay. That's kind of what that be. Mm. But sweet baby rays, you kind of always. But yeah, but, uh, but barbecue sauce vary too much for it to be too high on my mm-hmm. list. Like hot sauce, there's a king. Yeah. Louisiana. Louisiana. Like, there's a king. And then it's like it Texas. Kinda get, uh, kind of get a little iffy after that. It's a but it's a pretty big drop off. Yeah, in, in yeah, that's what I said. I don't really like I if, if you don't have like Louisiana. I'm kind of some like, people swear about Texas Pete, but Texas, that's okay, I guess it's all right. Or like Crystal. Mm-mm, like, I was just asking about Crystal. <laughs> that's that watery and stuff. And then Tabasco, you just that's bro. You scrape at the bottom, yeah. then you know what I'm saying. And if somebody only got that uh, Tapatio, mm-hmm. I'm like, man, that that ain't for me. <laughs> but see, I, I mess with honey mustard because I kind of like the sweetness of it, and like what you, you know, kind of what you pair that with, it can be fire. Mm-hmm. That's why I said I was gonna go ranch because it's like, okay, I use ranch for way more than I use honey mustard. I but use I do, ranch a lot, but I do enjoy honey mustard. I mean, like I said, I mean pizza or something or but wings. I, I That's like dip, the I dip fries in, in ranch. You can do that too with it. Jalapeno poppers, like ranch is like, yeah. you know what I'm saying. That's why I said I was gonna have ranch at number one for for its versatility. I also like sriracha. I ain't gonna lie. I like sriracha sparingly. I'm still getting into sriracha. I like that we one. we just getting to know each other. 
Okay. So oh, it's okay. We're getting to know each other, man. So it's like, you know. You see her at the function, you might speak. Yeah, we we getting to know each other more. <laughs> we don't know each other well. I said I'm just getting into spicy food. Uh-huh. And it's kind of different. That's what I was about to say. Go ahead. My bad. Yeah, and it's kind of different. Mm-hmm. Sriracha to me, like the taste of it and like yeah, it's kind of that's some that's hot sauce for some people. Like yeah, some people yeah. that's their hot sauce. Like, hey, I got some hot sauce here. Because I remember nah, at I one got point, sriracha, like, sriracha has reached the, the crazy popularity. Mm-hmm. It's very good on some stuff like pot stickers. Mm. It's very good on that. Yeah, I haven't. I've had like I said, I've had it a few times. And now here's a here's a here's a, a, a interesting tidbit. Then we can get off of this if you want to. All the hot sauce is number one on my list. Mm-hmm. I prefer my spikes to come in the form of the seasoning. Yeah. Like, I shouldn't, like, although I like hot sauce, I shouldn't have to drown it in hot sauce. Mm-hmm. When I had some barbecue in Austin last weekend, perfect. I didn't need no sauce, bro. Like, it was seasoned that good, bro. Like, I love a well-seasoned protein. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like That's kind of how I am with, like, if something is, like, perfectly seasoned, at this, it used to didn't matter when I was younger. I'm, I'm dipping regardless, but mm-hmm. now it's like mm-hmm. if that mug is just just perfection, <laughs> ah, I'm not even gonna get in the way of it. Like, and then you gotta kind of gotta, you know, you know, or I might dip very very sparingly, but mm-hmm. yeah, if it's seasoned well, the protein seasoned well, I'm I'm good. That's kind of you know, it's funny you say that <laughs> because some people like see that as an etiquette thing. Like, oh, like 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 if I if I did yeah. if I did if I barbecued for the cookout mm-hmm. and everybody's asking for barbecue sauce, you know I'll what I mean? Some, hey, you got some more seasoning? Yeah. Oh, see, that just hurt my feelings. Yeah, I remember when I used to live with my dog Kendall, and I, this was when I was I kind of really wasn't on the spicy wave just yet, and uh-huh. I cook and stuff, and I see him just Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's like you, you both. You can't be mad. Yeah, it's like you can't do nothing, but like you know, and, like and it is why, what it is. And that's why, like, see, see, the sneaky thing is to ask for the sauce. Because mm-hmm. there are some people that just go in there and get your Tonys and just do what they sell. Yeah. But the people that don't really want to offend you, they might say, "Hey, man, you got some barbecue sauce, or you got some ranch in there." Yeah. And it's okay, like if we got a, <clears throat> if we got a party of like twenty five people. And two people ask, okay, that's just what they do. Mm-hmm. But if everybody start asking for the barbecue yeah. sauce, I'm like, man, what I did wrong, bro? Come be on. lacking a little bit. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. And that is that is something I never noticed. Like, if it's not really that seasoned that well, then people will mm-hmm. start grab, grabbing hot sauce and mm-hmm. all the. But then some people too, it's like no matter what you do. It can be seasons perfection. They still gonna add it. Like that's just a part of a process. We we have a friend. I know you know who you are. Because I've seen that as well. Where it's like sometimes they don't even taste it; they just instantly Bro, do what they gonna do. That would be killing me. You put the, you put the hot yeah. sauce on there before you took a bite, fam. Yeah. When people like, yeah, like when I see people do that, where they like add additional seasoning before ta- taste, I'm like, it might have been perfect. They made it made it spicy as hell. Now you just like, oh man, it's yeah. really spicy. Now. Uh-huh. I, I what I do, I take me a little bite. Might take me two. Mm. I say, sit down, like, all right, I see what I need. I see yeah. what I need. I see what I need. And it's funny that we're talking about this because that's kind of what I wanted us to dive into. Because somebody asking for the sauce at the cookout, you know what I'm saying? That's a that, that's a form of etiquette. 
That's mm. like a that's like something nobody really tells you to do that. You mm. kind of pick up on that as you grow up. And there are a lot of things in our lives that we we've, we've learned that way. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Things like that. Like and I think to myself, like, man, like where do we even get these things from? Like mm. I don't know. Is it like a courtesy thing? You think? Like I'm talking about like etiquette and like social cues and, and, and things that happen within a society. Like those like under unspoken kind of a society. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Am I tripping? No, I mean like there there definitely are like social cues and things of that nature. Like we were just talking about like if people asking you for like seasoning or something. Yeah. You gonna say, Oh, my food not seasoned well. Mm-hmm. It, or or y'all got a gathering and somebody say, well, what's the temperature on here? Or oh, yeah, no, no, you know how people do. Y'all not hot. That's not like yeah. they're not telling you. They're not telling you to to mess with your thermostat, but they're letting you know. But I'm hot. It's hot. But you know me, I'm always hot. So it's like I'm not even a gauge. <laughs> so I like don't if even you say like, that, it's like okay. Yeah, it's like it's. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's why I was like if. Me, if I'm hot, I, I normally just try to fight through it unless I'm like hot, hot, and then mm-hmm. I'll say something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that's the thing, too, because I had to learn because you can't say, hey, man, can you go turn it down? Like, damn, can't dude. just word it like that, you know? So, yeah, that is when I say, hey, you ain't hot, or hey, yeah. what, the, what the air on? <laughs> My favorite is that y'all not hot, yeah, <laughs> y'all not cold in here. The only one that's a little, you know, you know what I'm, saying? Or something. I'm a little sweating, man. I'm sweating a little now, bit. Oh, yeah, man. I got a, a sweat going <laughs> yeah, in here. I'm not only one And usually that be when I'm drunk. But anyway, you know what I'm saying? So it seems like that. And it's like, <clears throat> I guess it's ways of saying things without coming off as an asshole. Because like a social cue kind of has a little bit of etiquette too. Yeah, when well, you don't want to just be completely You know rude. what I'm saying? Or like you're not trying to make a situation awkward. Mm-hmm. And these things surface in a, in, in, in a variety of ways. Like yeah. at the gathering. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I know in New York, the big thing was like people taking off the shoes in, in, in their house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But like, so I walk in. I learned to like walk in and just scan People feet. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it sounds weird, but it's like that's a big thing up there because you know a lot of them. It's kind of you know it'd be snowing and be murky up there. Oh, so you don't necessarily want to track all of that. But like they be having like a, a like a specified yeah shoes in them. Oh, they got like, like a little rack. Or yeah, something. yeah, yeah. They. I mean, <clears throat> I grew up with people that I knew some people that did that in their house, but in, in like New York, like everybody do that. Mm. You take off your shoes and they in everybody's house, like. Yeah. I think because a lot of them wear boots out there too. Well, yeah, I'm gonna say if you got like mud, Carpet, white mm-hmm. snow and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and it's snow, snow out there outside. But like at parties though, like it'd be like yeah. a Christmas party and, it, and people you know without their shoes. I'm like, yeah. damn. Because I, I, I've thought about that. Would I ever make my home like one of those no shoe homes? Mm-hmm. I like people to be comfortable, not too comfortable, but comfortable. You know, so not yeah. comfortable. So they you don't want nobody staying there over the six hours. Yeah, or, or just you know. <laughs> But, you know, like, being comfortable, though, so, like, mm-hmm. most, you know, down here, that's not, like, just universally common. Like, you know, some people do that, but it ain't just, like, mm-hmm. widespread out here, so mm-hmm. people may not be ready for that, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. May have some holes in their socks, may not, you know, so mm-hmm. it's just, like, people to be comfortable, um, but, 
Yeah, that is definitely a social cue scene. Like you see that shoe rack right, right there. <laughs> I'm like, oh man. And you think it? The thing about social cues, you can choose to ignore it. Mm-hmm. Most of the ones that like we talk, like the kind we talk about, like you can choose to ignore it. Like yeah. if I sneezed right now, mm-hmm. you could very well choose to ignore it, or you could say, "Bless you." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I don't remember my mom or my daddy or nobody in my family telling me, "Hey, they sneeze. Say, say, bless you." Mm-hmm. I saw somebody else say it, and then I saw somebody else say it, and yeah. it just became like a, I uh, bless you, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that kind of thing. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I was just thinking about these kind of things and, like, where they come from and what they stem from. I think they stem from, like, especially in the black community, okay? That's, yeah. I'm not going to act like, you know, there's not two black men talking. In our community, we are very, like, Respectful, we get a respect, you know, to to the room. Mm-hmm. Like when you go in the house, like you speak to everybody, to everybody. Yeah. Like you know, what I'm saying I can't fool with nobody coming in. Just you know, yeah. go off to the side and just like, yeah, dang, I'll just bro. say hello to one person. Oh, both. They be the worst. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, now I can understand if you're like at a larger gathering and mm-hmm. but if you come to the crib like and it's like thirty people, that's yeah. kind of like okay. Or, you know, you got some people that just do the big wave. Hey, what's up, y'all? I'm Juke. I'm going to say, yeah, you can acknowledge the room and say, hey, how, how everyone doing? Yeah, you could do one big one like that. You know what I'm saying? But you got to make yourself known if you do that. So. Yeah. Because, bro, black people like to know who around them, bro. Yeah. We like to true. know our surroundings, bro. Like, shoot, I might ask you what a restroom at, even if I don't need to use it. What a restroom yeah. at, bro? Just so I don't have to bother you for the rest of the night. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah that's true mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like yeah like i think another one too is like you know when you go into like a little social gathering at someone house to bring something you know oh yeah yeah something we too old for boys to be showing up if, if yeah i think that's like that. a social cue to bring something yeah or, 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 or bring what you like yeah something you can't just show up <laughs> empty-handed don't like, come to my house like don't come to my house expecting bottles of hennessy yeah, bring something. Bring something, bro. Like or <laughs> say, hey, what do y'all need me to bring at the mm-hmm. minimum? Mm-hmm. And then if I say, no, nah, we got everything. Uh-huh. No, but you got to <laughs> ask that, or at least bring something. Bring something, man. Yeah. But the thing is, you don't put the expectation out there for somebody to take care of you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You kind of like go there prepared, and then you accept the hospitality, whatever they provide. Because mm-hmm. if somebody always open in their home, that's. That's a that's doing a lot right there. Yeah, especially in this day and age, you know what I mean. So, see, if they got some chicken wings up there, that might not be for you, bro. That might be for the crib, or it's, you got to just be thankful for that. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. yeah, there there are a lot of uh, social cues like that, mm-hmm. just in everyday life. Mm-hmm. Like, <clears throat> or like uh, I don't know. Like it, it shows his face in, in different forms, like uh. Like when you're in a line or something. Like don't mm-hmm. nobody kind of tell nobody to get in the line. It just forms, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a social cue. Like if if there's a desk in a room and somebody sits at the desk, most most likely people are going to just form a line in front of the desk if they need to talk to the person. Mm-hmm. Or if you're waiting for something. Mm-hmm. You naturally gonna get behind someone mm-hmm. if you see that they waiting on the same thing. Yeah. You're not gonna go stand side by side. Yeah, and nobody ever. <laughs> I laugh because no nobody ever say, "Hey, you can come stand behind me." Yeah, or 
or you ever talk, hey man, you always stand in the line when you're waiting for something. Is this something you naturally do and you yeah. don't even think about? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they start that stuff in school, bro. Yeah, being a line leader and you got to walk in line uh-huh. when you're young. Then we walked in lines, bro. Mm-hmm. Damn. I said it would always be a big deal if he was a line leader than the caboose. The uh, man who had the back door, he was the one who turned the lights off and man. stuff. He man. might hold the little <laughs> fold door or something, uh-huh, too. Uh huh. Did the line leader hold the door? Who had the door? I don't know. Somebody used to hold the door. Because it used to be like a big deal, like the the mm-hmm. order in line. Yeah, it did. It did. It did. Damn, we had numbers too. Mm-hmm. Damn. <clears throat> but yeah, that that I guess that's kind of where that stuff stemmed from. Bro. Yeah. Damn, G. And then some social cues or Stuff that kind of can tie into gender roles as far as you mm-hmm. holding the doors open and mm-hmm. for women, yeah, and doing things of that nature. Do you want to be told thank you when you hold the door? I ain't trying to get off into no no Twitter topic, but uh, no, I mean, you know, what I kind of do it off of just reflex now. Yeah, I'm about to say I'm just literally opening the door because I see someone behind me. Yeah, exactly. So if, as long as you close to me, I will hold the door open, man, woman. Mm-hmm. I don't. Because it's kind of rude to let the door just, just slam, slam in somebody's shut. face. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Now, sometimes I, I won't catch that someone's behind me because I don't just walk yeah. looking behind me. But. Yeah. Well, sometimes, like, I mean, you know, some people listen, some people watch it. But if, sometimes I open the door and then, like, I do the thing where I just hold it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I just have my arm behind me and I hold it and I just keep walking. Like, I do that kind of but thing. yeah, that's kind of like a social cue. Like, normally if somebody walking behind me, I'm going to just hold the door open for them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's just something I just naturally do. Like I say, man or woman, as long as you kind of close. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. ever, you ever had a problem with social cue? Like, why do I got to do this? Or something, some kind of etiquette that you didn't mm-hmm. agree with? No. I, mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> know, really. I've kind of been, condi- like, I guess, conditioned and just accept all social cues. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I think they... Like more, like you said, they more so stem towards being courteous and polite. And right, right. Or like, if I go to the, or if like, I'm not. I don't disagree with this. I just had a sporadic thought. Sorry. Um, like another social cue. If I go to, if I go to the function or whatever, <clears throat> or if I'm going to somebody, my my girlfriend's family function, or whatever. And they setting up the tables. I'm gonna just go over there with the dudes and start help setting up the tables, bro. Like yeah. those little things like that. Like I don't know. I guess that's upbringing. I guess you can call that upbringing or whatever. But like I just always the person like I gotta help out. I just always, yeah, I gotta contribute. I, I I don't feel comfortable just sitting there while every like no, while you see people working. Yeah. Like when I see work being done, I just yeah, I get the natural inclination. Like in. that might be a social cue to want to help someone when you see someone doing something. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, especially if I give you somewhere and like somebody just came with a bunch of bags or something. Like, oh, you need mm-hmm. some help? They got more bags. Or yeah, at the other day at the gas station, this girl dropped all her like her candy bars. I just I was paying for my stuff. I just turned around, yeah. had to pick it up because I don't know. I don't know. Just try to be a good person. I guess that's yeah. just rooted in that, man. And I don't know. It just. That's definitely a social cue, though, helping people. <laughs> hmm. Mm-hmm. Just, I think just helping people. Yeah. Yeah. Is that Southern hospitality or is that just being a good person? Uh, I've only lived in the South. Oh, yeah. Well, I think that might be Southern hospitality. 
Because yeah. over there, a lot of people, they just they just going to let you let you struggle. <laughs> yeah, man, so <laughs> if it don't have anything to do with them, it doesn't have anything to do with them, huh? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What you had going for this week, man? Um, nothing much, man. Um, it's the busy season at mm-hmm. work, so mm-hmm. makes the day move super quick. Being busy the entire day, yeah. Just been doing that. I'm uh, still doing my morning workouts this week. I actually because I I'm trying to cut weight a little bit, so now I'm I'm doing cardio in the um mm-hmm. when I get off work because I got sunlight. And oh, that's been pretty cool. So you're doing like a two-day thing? Eh, I guess. Kind of work out in the morning and then just do cardio in the afternoon. See, I'm just, I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm doing two miles right now, which I'm like, you know, in my past life, I was, a tr- I ran track. Come on now. Talk but, to him. Um, <laughs> I was definitely a sprinter. So like long distance, anything mm-hmm. longer than 400 meters is, is that's, a that's task a, yeah, for me that's so a lot, that's a lot. I'm at two miles but I just feel like man it's so cool like it's not, I never discover anything like I do from just walking around my neighborhood because you know like I moved to a new area I haven't really like I go places but I haven't really just explored but like I run because I don't like running on a treadmill like that's just a drag to me and it feel like it takes forever so I go like running mm-hmm Cause I just running in the same places too. I don't like running in the same place. I got to go out and see stuff that helped me. Yeah, I got to get into that place. Mm -hmm. It was pretty cool. So, in the midst of that, I ran and like that was my first time. It rained Monday, so Tuesday I I Mm -hmm. I just ran on the treadmill Monday because I had no choice. But Tuesday, Mm -hmm. I went out and I just started running and I was like, well, once it say a mile, I'm just turn around and run back. And I was running, and like I, I just picked the direction to go, and was running, <laughs> and then I actually ended up stumbling upon like a, a really cool like little trail and workout area where I could actually work out at. Because mm-hmm. like I ran a mile, and was dead. And I was like, okay, I, if I keep running it continuously, I won't. It won't be of any type of quality. So like mm-hmm. I kind of was just getting my breath, and people kept walking by me and going this direction downstairs. And I was like, mm-hmm. well, let me see what they all going to. Cause everybody had on like workout gear and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I followed them and lo and behold, it's a, a bunch of stairs right there. A nice little trail right there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I always knew there was a trail, but I didn't know how to access. It. I didn't know I had access that close. And then right. I was like, it's the perfect distance. Cause it's literally a mile away. Oh, so I can okay. run there, work out, then. do a little lower body workout, uh-huh. then run back, run back like, and then that'll be your- yeah. And it's like a perfect mile. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, it's just like mm-hmm. some stuff you just won't discover unless you go explore out yeah. in the world. And mm-hmm. that was real cool. You know, I just like looking at like scenery anyway. So mm-hmm. like I, I said, to- it was like stairs and stuff. So I can. Get your yeah, man, that's all you need for a good lower body workout. Some stairs, they had like flights, so it was. And it's like set up, like it's like designated work area, or is it like a walkable area? Well, no, like- the uh, the Trinity Trail is right there. Like, oh, that's okay. a renowned trail, but I didn't know I had access to it that close to uh, where I stay. I think I've drove past that. Yeah, you, you 
or you've seen it for yeah, sure. It's yeah, I did. Massive, but yeah. Okay. So okay, yeah, man. But I, I, I was really hyped about that. That I discovered that I was like, man, I can, you know, mm-hmm. come out here and because I didn't know really how to access it, or I didn't know I had access that close. I thought I had to go like far down. I didn't know it was in walking distance. Mm-hmm. So that was like my little discovery of the week, man. And mm-hmm. That's cool, man. Like I guess I like that kind of stuff. That it was just like I never really I forgot how much I like being outside. Like yeah. the pandemic reminded me, like I like being out in nature, even if I'm just walking. Yeah, yeah. Just being very, indoors and within walls and make you feel trapped. And just it's just like it just become your like. Then that's all you do every day. It's yeah. This can't be my world every yeah, day. Yeah, it's just this, inside. Yeah, you inside it. Well, I'm inside at work. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm inside at home. Mm-hmm. Go to work, be inside, then go back home and be like, need something to bust that up a little bit, man. So I like being outside, fresh air, and that's that's kind of funny. You're kind of like the complete opposite of me. Even though I like being outside, mm-hmm. I work outside. Yeah, like on, on a day to day base, uh, daily basis. I mean, so when I do get home, it'd be like, whoo. Yeah, but I get to be indoors and relax. Yeah, get the cool out on me. Excuse mm-hmm. me. Um, but also. I do get to a point where it's just like, damn, I feel like I'm just working. Come on, working, coming home. Let mm-hmm. me go break out and do something. You know what I'm saying? I guess that's where mine comes into play at right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting thing I did this week. I, I bought me a suit, man. Got me a nice little suit for a good little price. Never uh, go wrong with a suit. Man, got my bargaining on, man. Talked him down, price, doing some shades, a tie, a handkerchief. Uh, you know, all that and the alteration all for one price, you know what I mean? You can't beat that, man, bro. It was uh, it was pretty cool. And like, I know we spoke earlier, oh, oh, earlier this week on the phone about where I was telling you, like, how I lost most of my clothes in the hurricane, Hurricane mm-hmm. Harvey. So it's kind of been nice, and it really put it in for put my wardrobe into in perspective. Like, I don't really have to wear clothes to work because I have like a uniform, but it's mm-hmm. loose, like. If I need to wear something else, I could. Mm-hmm. But I just started looking at my clothes, and I was like, "Dang, like, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that dude number because I definitely gotta get my wardrobe yeah. on up. I gotta get me some more slacks and stuff yeah. like that." I I do like jobs where there is some yeah. type of uniform. It just take away the thought in the morning. Like I don't have to be like, "Well, when did I wear this last?" Or mm-hmm. let me try to mm-hmm. when it can just be like, "Okay, which." Color company shirt I'm gonna put on, and especially if you work by yourself like me, yeah. So even if it's the same, like if I got two black shirts, they don't know I'm rotating those two black shirts. I'm just keep yeah. wearing that, or I just wear what's comfortable, bro. Like yeah, it's like I'm here to work. It's not for pleasure. It's so. like yeah, yeah. And I be, whatever. I be you know sweating and stuff now that it's warming up, man. We finally getting some sun. It was a it was cold. Yeah, it was rain man. for a long time, man. I was gonna say it's still rained Monday, and I think we got more rain coming too. Oh, for real? Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, it's, it's brutal, and it's like weird because it's like I want to go get my car washed. Me too. But at work, my car just sit uncovered, so it's like, mm-hmm. like to what avail? You know, like <laughs> if I'm getting it washed, it don't really like mm-hmm. do anything. It's just gonna get right back dirty. So it's like I'm kind of just trying to wait it out and mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it's good, man. I um oh go ahead. What you no, go ahead. Oh no, nah, no. Nah. I was about to take a take a turn. Turn. <laughs> okay, well uh I do got my uncle's funeral coming up this weekend. And uh I was I was talking to uh, talk to my significant other 
and I was just talking about how like uh, it's a bittersweet thing because yeah, it's gonna be sad. Like the actual funeral is gonna be sad, mm-hmm. but like after the funeral, it's gonna be a party. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and we got family coming in from out of town, out of state. You know yeah, what I mean? People we probably haven't seen in a long, in long time. time. So it's like, I don't know. I I've been having this because my uh, my girl asked me. She's like, "Are you uh, nervous for the funeral?" And you know, I ain't just had a lot of close deaths in my in my life yeah. outside of Reggie. Rest in peace, Reggie. Uh, and that was what. 12 years ago, you know what I'm saying? When Reggie died or whatever. Yep, 2010. Yeah. So 2010, yep. about 12, coming up on 12. But anyways, um, <clears throat> I was just thinking to myself, like, nah, not really. But I'm excited to, like, because I'm a person, I like gatherings, and I mm-hmm. like people coming together for a common cause. Yeah, like this weekend is gonna be different from just a regular Saturday. Everybody just had glad to be off. Mm-hmm. But this weekend we're actually gonna be celebrating the life of my uncle, mm-hmm. and we're all gonna be it's gonna, it's gonna be a more of an emphasis on family and togetherness. Yeah, so I think it's gonna be a great time. Like I'm actually very I'm excited to have my whole family there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so the funeral it will be sad, but what happens after it? It's yeah. what's going to be what I look forward to. You know what I mean? That makes sense. Yeah. And I kind of prepared, preparing myself about that. One day we're going to talk about grief on this podcast because you know it's like a a step-by-step process. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and grief doesn't always got to be with death. You know what I'm saying? You can grieve like losing a job or losing a dog or yeah. moving or something like that. And mm-hmm. I think this week I've been preparing. I've been like pre-grieving. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if something like, man, you know, my uncle, he lived a good life. Now he's moved on. Mm-hmm. Boom. And like, I'm glad that I'm able to do that because this is the first time I'm being tested like this. You know what I mean? With a close yeah. family member dying. So, yeah, that's kind of what's been on my mind this week, man. Just like grief has been on my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, am I doing this the right way? Am I doing it the wrong way? Is it all going to hit me? Yeah. Do you funeral? feel like it hit you yet? Well, it, it hit me a little bit. The, the day after they announced that he died, I was sad. Mm-hmm. And I did cry a little bit. But then after that, it was just like, I just accepted, like, okay, he's gone. That was like two weeks ago. You know what I mean? I think that's the part about getting older. It's like, you know, when you're younger, it, people that pass away, well, I guess it's all circumstantial. Mm-hmm. But if you blessed and or slash lucky enough, mm-hmm. people that pass away are more so like older, yeah, more distant. It's like you knew them, but y'all didn't really mm-hmm. share too many experiences. Yeah, exactly. But it seems it's like now that we're getting older, like mm-hmm. you know, these are people I knew and got yeah, stories, yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff with, and it's yeah. like it's just it just hit harder, and man, you just you just start to. For me, it, you just start to like really appreciate like life, and don't. It's not a given, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's kind of how I approach life. It's like it's not a given. Like I'm really happy and excited and surprised that I and thankful that I get another day because yeah, yeah, because people die younger than us or at our age every day, every you know? day, like so right now. <laughs> it's just like I, I mm-hmm. think when you 
when you kind of take that mm-hmm. approach, you kind of start to appreciate life more and people right. and realize and right. like you kind of start to like stop looking at stuff from like such a micro standpoint. When you see your loved ones, you start looking at it more from like a macro, like man, yeah. I was here for this and this. Yeah. And like I'm just so glad I get to see them one more time. Yeah, and exactly. Kind of be more cognizant of like exactly. what you say and kind of like how y'all end. Yeah, like exactly. How the conversation, you try to end it, it on like a positive loving note. Yeah, exactly. Because you think, yeah, you, ne- you never, you never. So know. it's like, let me yeah. just spread love and mm-hmm. show gratitude and appreciation for people that mm-hmm. I love while I can. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's the approach I take these days because it's like, mm-hmm. we getting older, and that means older. that people that's older than us are getting older. What it do? I was just about to say that. What it do for me? It makes me realize how much of a life I've lived already, even though I'm, you know, young. Mm-hmm. And it makes me realize, like, dang, like, every interaction I have with somebody that, like, I love or something like mm-hmm. that, like, after handling it with care. Because, yeah. like, life is just so, as monotonous as our days sound, and we come on this podcast and say, I did this this week, and some people are like, okay, that's what he do every week. Mm-hmm. You really just don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, today can be the last yeah or everything God can be can change with and just the snap, snap of, of a finger, finger you know what so i mean what was your normal may not ever be your normal again it can change completely bro and yeah. your whole standard of understanding life is just shifted you know what yeah. i mean like and it was crazy man another thing is because even last weekend my cousin graduated college last weekend i went out there i kicked it with him and he was asking me no, he he him and my sister are the same age. And they was talking about their classmates and I just hear him like, Dang, like, you know, such and such got married, yeah, and such and such got like two kids now. Mm-hmm. Blah blah blah. He was like, Dang, man, like we were just in high school and I was like and they graduated like four years ago. Yeah. I was like, shoot, I graduated almost ten years uh, ago. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I really been like <laughs> looking at life in totality and stuff and That's seeing what I'm lately and be like this is where I am. Like, where do you like want to be? Or like, just like looking back on your life and be like, dang, that much time has passed. Mm-hmm, so like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, I think about like saying a lot of games, like, dang, that we was all like 16. Or I'd be like, dang, I was like, cause like for me, like I felt like I felt every year, but then like mm-hmm. 25 to 28 was just like, just kind of all blurry yeah, into was. each other. It, yeah, it has. It has. Because sometimes, because I always joke when people ask me, like, well, how old are you or something? And I say, and I'd be like, physically or mentally, because I feel like, like, time just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. It kind of just blurred to me. And like, mm-hmm. I don't live my life like, okay, I'm this age, so I'm supposed to act like this. You know, like, that's, yeah. like I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm just figuring know. it out <laughs> and just trying to better myself and improve every you know mm-hmm. every day so i don't mm-hmm. i don't know i'm just trying to be a better person so mm-hmm. i don't know i went off on the tangent but yeah man i kind of just like i just kind of been looking at life and like well, well dang what were you doing from this point to this point and like what you trying to do or or mm-hmm. are you is it like just enjoyable and like mm-hmm. kind of just like where you want to go in life and mm-hmm. i just kind of just been thinking about life and stuff Same, and bro. then it's like you start to like, like you say, you kind of look at other people's lives and you see that milestone. You're like, man, I remember that milestone. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah. 
Exactly. It's like, like, yeah, it's like, okay, so they don't know, but now you got to go through that little, most people got to go through that weird period after you graduate. You got to go back home and right. then figure out what's next. Most people just don't have a job. Right, up. right, 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 right. Or if you do, now you got to like, just, you know, you kind of just start thinking about, oh, they don't know, but this is what they about to go through. Yeah. And just like the little milestones of life. And you'd be like, man, life is so interesting. It's so, and, it's like, and it takes so many turns, bro. Yeah. It takes so many turns. Like, I've done some things, worked some jobs that I never thought I would do. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had, yeah, I had that <laughs> moment today. I was like, and like I say, my my life, it just changed so much, like just over the course of a year. Because mm-hmm. I, as I was working today, I was like, man, never in my life a year ago did it even cross my mind that I'd be doing what I'm doing, mm-hmm. or at a completely new job. Like right. I, I right. didn't even think about. It. Like it didn't even cross my mind. It's just like. Mm-hmm. Life is just like I start to scare myself with the thought of do will I ever just be tied down to one thing that I'm doing? Yeah. I don't think I will, bro. Yeah, I think, and that's the scariest thing. Yeah, because I, I always, like I said, I always look at some people and I'd be like, they like they just so sure and they know like this is what I'm gonna be doing mm-hmm. for the rest of my life here. Mm-hmm. This job. Just it's just all kind of locked in, and yeah. at this point, I just I just go, yeah, I just do it, yeah. But it's like I, life is constantly changing for me, and mm-hmm. for the better, for the better. So and it's just like I'm, mm-hmm. I because I said that to myself that I was like, man, I, I'm just alone for the ride because mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know, like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's why when people will be trying to make like long term plans and stuff, I'd be like, man. Man, you better than me. I don't. I can't do that. I like, can't tell you what next week gonna look like. <laughs> like I can. I can only forecast for like <laughs> a, a month or two because <laughs> it's just like it's just unpredictable. And you never know mm-hmm. stuff come about and mm-hmm. whatnot. So mm-hmm. I always admire people that can stick to a plan. And because, like I said, I had some loose plans in my mind, and then the next year that completely shift and mm-hmm. got to figure some stuff. Else out and yeah, then like and it's just that's why I say like I think that from that twenty five to twenty eight really twenty four to twenty eight for me it was like because every year it changed so when it's like okay I, I think I'm gonna do this and get this get this set up like this then the next year's like oh, oh that changed now I like, was literally just about to say I think every year from my twenty fourth birthday to my twenty seventh birthday I've lived in a different place and mm-hmm. I'm just doing a different job. Now that I think about my 24th birthday, my 25th birthday, my 26th, and my 27th. Yeah. 27th, I was in out here in Dallas. Mm-hmm. 26th, I was in New York. 25th, I was in, I was back home in Orange. Mm-hmm. Just got back from uh, California. Yeah. My 24th birthday, I had just moved to California. Like, yeah. all four of those years, different job, different place of residence. Like, mm-hmm. and I was just like, dang. But, <laughs> At the same time, man, I feel like this is the time where we can experiment. Yeah, yeah. we got like the the luxury to be able to like just move around. Mm-hmm, and it mm-hmm. don't really just affect as many people as if you you know got an entire family and yeah. kids. And at that point, you mm-hmm. kind of got to be a little bit more stable. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. yeah, man, I, I just I just be thinking about that like life and how it's just constantly evolve and stuff. And it's like I see some people lives where they got the job right out of college and they've been there and they done moved up in the ranks, but that's mm-hmm. where they is. And, mm-hmm. 
And I'd be like, you know, and that's the thing about life too, is just like, it's all a matter of perspective and like, for somebody else, my life might stress them out because they're like, "Well, I'm, I'm trying to plan, but it, it keep changing." But, yeah, yeah. But me, I'm just like, I like it. Like, I like to experience different things in life, and I don't want to just have just one experience and only know one thing my entire. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like that's how I was back in the, the days. Like, people will get a job out of high school and stay there till they retire, mm-hmm. and it's yeah. just like. And that, and that's what they did. Yeah, and that was like normal. Like that was like the common thing. Well, oh yeah, my granddad worked at Dupont, but you know, or yeah. somewhere else for thirty, twenty five years and stuff, and straight out of high school. Yeah, and it's just like, nah, that's not my experience. Another thing but, I was looking at. Go ahead. But no, nah, I was just, I was just about to say yeah. But I like the way my life is now, where I'm young and get to experience different things that way. It's kind of like I never have to wonder what if because I. Went into the what if you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and got the experience that. I, um, another thing that I saw last weekend—it's so funny because my two weekends, yeah, I had my cousin's graduation. He's closing the chapter, going on to the next, you know, uh, stage of life. This weekend, I got my uncle's funeral. Closing the chapter, going on into the next phase of life, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever you know, you believe that to be, and the connotations to it. Although, on surface, the surface level they're different, but they're still in the same. Cause we mm-hmm. celebrated his life last weekend, man. You done so good these last four years. You put your work in. He's a, he's an athlete. Blah blah blah. blah. Like mm-hmm. you deserve this. Your life's work. Has got you here, and boom, you deserve what comes next. This weekend, we're going to be celebrating the life of my uncle. Like, mm-hmm. you put your work in, you've lived your life, you ran your race, and now whatever you've done, you're going to get your payoff, whatever, whatever happens when that mm-hmm. when that curtain closes. Yeah, and it's all and it's it's all going to be met with jubilation. You know yeah. what I'm saying, like. There's gonna be tears of there was tears of joy last week. There's gonna be tears of joy this week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. It, it just this this been a crazy month for yeah. me. <laughs> it's been a very crazy hectic month for me. Like, but um, and this, and for me, kind of related. It's always like normally whatever you're doing, you be so focused on the end. Yeah. But then when the end come, you just think about when you was just in the midst of it, man. And then it feels so sweet. Yeah, and you and in retrospect, <laughs> you just it's, it seemed like you were just so comfortable and like mm-hmm. it was just nice. But in in the, in and real time, it, you yeah. was just worried about the end. Yeah, yeah. And that's the only thing you was focused on and working towards. Mm-hmm. You wasn't just you weren't taking the time to even. Yeah, and, and that's what I kind of like just try to do because I I had kind of experienced that in like just undergrad where I was just like, man, I can't wait to get out of here. I can't wait to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to get out of here. Then mm-hmm. when you at the end, you're like, oh, dang, man, I could have, I could have did that and stuff, yeah. or just been more present and not yeah. just so focused on the end. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. That's why now I try to put an emphasis on just enjoying the journey and like appreciating every day because mm-hmm. it's like when you look back on it, these are the times you're gonna find comfort yeah, in exactly, you know Be like exactly. yeah man i remember we used to we do the little podcast every <laughs> week we had to switch up the days but we you know we get it done yeah. and go after work and like mm-hmm. just 
But like I say, when you're always working towards something, it's like sometimes you won't be as present. And right. that's just something I try to focus in because I know when I look back on it, these going Mm-hmm. These gonna be like what I smile on. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know, like so in the end, all you really have is memories. That, come, oh, come on, bro, come on, bro. Don't do that to me. Don't give me sentimental. But I also agree because you know, like day to day grind is a day to day grind. Yeah. You kind of get into a little autopilot. Some, you know, you kind of mm-hmm. hit a phase where you just on autopilot. And it yeah. don't really feel like nothing. Don't feel like you're gaining. Mm-hmm. Don't feel like you're losing. You just yeah. feel suspended, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like you said, but when you look back, you're like, man, I really like that. Yeah. That's why I always like. That's why I'm glad we got this podcast. Yeah. And I always tell myself, too, it's like, I'm all, I'm working, I'm working towards a better tomorrow. Mm. You know? Second boy from that boy. Yeah. Maybe like, you know, mm-hmm. may not move the needle. Significantly, but as long as you're moving it every day, eventually you're gonna look back and be like, Oh, okay, mm-hmm. that's where I started. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. yeah, making like, some leeway. Yeah, I've, yeah, yeah, for real, for so real. So, like, yeah, that's why I say I'm like super intentional on like just appreciating the moment that I'm in and stuff. Cause mm-hmm. I definitely feel like I'm on the cusp of another, um, I don't even know what to call it, but like I'm about to switch it up again. Mm-hmm. You know, about to transition into like yeah. another phase of your life. Yeah, I'm about to transition to another phase. Yeah, because I was thinking about that because you know, um, my brother just had his birthday, and my another brother's having a birthday, and Sheldon Lee's birthday today. Happy birthday, Sheldon! You know what I'm saying? Birthday, Lee. Happy, happy birthday, Lee! Happy happy birthday, man! And I was just thinking, like, damn, and my girl, you know, I got my girl and stuff, and we be talking about it, like, damn, like. Not that I feel like things are about to get serious. It just be like this next phase of yeah, life. It's kind of like the yeah. natural next progression. Phase. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, like I'm stepping into it. I'm not in it. Yeah, I don't even think I'm like putting my foot through the door, but like I can see the door. But yeah, that's you know, you know like, saying? and that's people that were your peers around you, like close to you, mm-hmm. start to like start families, mm-hmm. and then that's when I start to be like, okay, so. How it was, it'll never be ever yeah. again. Because yeah. it's a new phase. Yeah. And just yep. like I said, then you kind of go back and you realize the moments and stuff, and be like, okay, but you know, this next journey is a mm-hmm. beautiful one too. So mm-hmm. life is really interesting, man, and I'm enjoying it. It's a lot of twists and turns. <laughs> uh, <laughs> some stuff I expected, some I didn't. I definitely, when I was 16, 17, definitely thought it was just going to be a walk in the park. <laughs> I don't even know what the heck I. Uh, then it's like you no know, at twenty eight. I feel like I'm just getting my legs. Yeah, exactly. not not necessarily running, just getting my legs. Yeah, like, like I'm just standing. I, okay, I'm standing now. Yeah, I'm standing like that's now. how I feel right now. Like I'm standing. I would say at twenty seven, I am. This is the most self sufficient I've probably been. Yeah. These last two years for sure. Like I said, that's good though. As long as you you know keep working and progressing, that's mm-hmm. all. Of, I feel like that's all life is about. It's just progression and mm-hmm. just keep, you know, just keep, yourself. just keep putting the goal in front of you. Yeah, man. Like, just, you know what I'm saying? Just pre- even if that goal is to read a book a week, you know what I'm saying? You keep yeah. a goal in front of you, it's going to take you somewhere. Yeah, bro. something, man. Just, like I said, just always working to, towards mm-hmm. a better tomorrow. Yeah. Exactly. Whatever that may be. Exactly, bro. Now, you ain't lying, man, but I'm looking forward to this, uh, to this weekend, man. 
Yeah, man. I hope I'm, you enjoyed and it's a good time and yeah, I'm excited. It's a lot of love in the air. Yeah, I think it's gonna be that, man. I'm kind of, and that's the last point I wanted to make because I was looking at my lineage, mm-hmm. like how you were saying, like we're getting older, so the other people are getting older too. Yeah, and it's and it's putting that. Like I've been like I've always been big on family, mm-hmm. but this is making me even like more. I've been having a lot of thoughts on family lately. Just yeah. like the family I got, the family I want to have. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How we how we transitioning and like I don't know. It's just been heavy on my mind lately because like because that's 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 how you brought into the world. That's what you share your blood with. Like yeah. your genes are shared by these people. Like that's mm-hmm. your that's your kind. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> And uh, so I just been like very because you know our hometown is like five hours away, mm-hmm. and I know I just got my car. And I kind of went down there like three times this month to next this weekend to be the fourth, you know. Uh, but it's like dang, like that's a lot of driving. Like, what am I sacrificing out here? And you know where I stayed to go home, mm-hmm. but it's all been for good reason. And it was like, man, that's my family though. Like, yeah. I, I can't. I don't know. I never. I'm not gonna like. Short change experiences and memories with my family just yeah. to sit in my apartment for a Saturday and sleep all day or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I don't know, man. That was just a wild thought. Yeah, <laughs> I just had to get that out. But. Well, this has been episode 18 of the Transferable Experience Podcast. Remember to do all the things on all the things, and we will talk to you guys next episode. Take us out, G. With the stars in the skies I am no longer trying to survive I believe that life is a prize But to live doesn't mean you're alive Don't worry about me and who I fire I get what I desire It's my empire And yes, I call the shots I am the umpire I sprinkle holy water upon the vampire In this very moment, I'm king In this very moment, I slay Goliath with a sling This very moment, I bring Put it on everything That I will retire with the ring And I will retire with the crown Yes, no, I'm not lucky, I'm blessed Yes, clap for the heavyweight champ Me, but I couldn't do it all alone We, young money raised me Grew up out in Paisley Southside Jamaica, Queens and it's crazy Cause I'm still hood, Hollywood couldn't change me Shout out to my haters, sorry that you couldn't phase me Ain't being cocky, we just vindicated Best believe that when we done this moment We'll be syndicated, I don't know This night just remind me of Everything they deprived me of Put, 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 put your drinks up It's a celebration every time we link up We, we done did everything they could think of Greatness is what we wanna bring up I wish that I could have this moment for life For life For life Oh,